love your dogs and you love your cats and want to find out why they behave the way they do or how to resolve any issues you may be having with them jumping barking digging scratching humping whatever or any issues they may be having with you which is more likely uh, this is the pet show on Warren next time this is America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology training behavior lifestyle shows you have a question or a comment just want to share a great story about a dog or cat you rescued great time to give me a call just a reminder that everyone that does call in and get to talk to me live will get a fabulous gift for their dog or cat the phone number here at the pet show 877-725-8255-877-725-8255 that is the way to get through question of the day is how does your dog or cat communicate with you do they bark at you? Do they meow at you? Do they jump on top of you? Do they give you their paw? Do they show you their butt? What does your dog or cat do to communicate with you? Give me a call. I'll get through. I'll send you a great gift. 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Let me get right to the phone lines here. We're pretty busy. Let's go to Lucy in beautiful Lakeland, Florida. Hey, Lucy. Welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. Thank you. Um, I heard you at the top of the show talk about uh, strategies to get a, a lost animal back. Yeah, yeah. You said it was dog, but it's actually one of my cats. All three cats were outside. Um, they're indoor cats 90% of the time, but they go out to lay in the sun in the hundred and some degree weather <laughs> on the deck. And um, my one cat was lying by the car perfectly fine. It was just another day. I check on them about every 15, 20 minutes, make sure nothing's going on. And she just disappeared, just flat disappeared. Wow. So uh, I've gotten advice, and um, this is what I've done. I'll I'll make it brief. I got in touch with an organization called Pod Boost, and they let you post a picture and an announcement, and then they send it to all the clinics, all the shelters in the area. Um, I also started a Facebook. I've never been on Facebook before, but it was an easy, easy transition from Paw Boost to just click, click a button, and now I have a Facebook account. Um, I go to Animal Control once a week, and I put out signs. And um, my neighborhood is it's a mile around in a circle. Everybody has at least an acre, so there's lots of places to hide. The advice I've been given, and then I'll stop, is um, they usually end up four or five houses away from their home and to put uh, a kitty box or something out by the road. I don't have a deck in the front, so I, I can't really do that, but that's, that's it. Can you give me? Yeah. Lots. There's lots of things you can do. Number one, were they microchipped by any chance? No. Okay. Well, in the future, we know to microchip all of our pets. That's number one. Here's the important thing to remember. Okay. Um, when a pet is lost, What I always recommend people do is they speak to the mailmen, the UPS drivers, the FedEx drivers. These guys know every nook and cranny of the neighborhood. Ask them if keep their eyes open to look for your cat. Very often, those are the eyes and ears that wind up finding them. The other thing is, I know you went on Facebook and I know you went on those, but 
every town has a neighborhood website. Some of them are called uh, What's Happening Groups or, or uh, Next Door. Those are the people that live in your neighborhood. Those are the people that hang out in your neighborhood. For example, in my neighborhood in Santa Monica, California, I belong to that. And a day doesn't go by where someone either lost a pet uh, or can't find their dog or their cat. They go on to that neighborhood and a neighbor says, well, you know what? I saw the dog over there or I saw the dog over there. doesn't always have the greatest ending, but at least it's a good result. So right off the bat, social media has been really, really successful in reuniting people with lost pets. Again, microchip is the most important thing. Here's something I talked about a couple of weeks ago. People thought I was crazy. I think it's a great idea. Very few, but a couple of cities, actually small towns, are using drones to find lost pets. They've used them for lost kids for a long time. So what ha- if, you can, if you know someone in the neighborhood or there is someone in the neighborhood or maybe you can contact someone on that neighborhood thing, maybe someone has a drone and they can send up a drone in your neighborhood. There are actually organizations I'd love to see starting up in neighborhoods uh, with someone who knows how to use a drone looking for uh, a lost animal or, or a lost child or whatever. I know the police department use the drones for lost kids, but they're not going to put them out there for lost animals, I don't believe. So if there's someone in the neighborhood or someone wants to start that, please go ahead and do it. I think it's a great idea. So number one, social media is critical. Uh, Facebook's important, but I think equally as important is going to that neighborhood because that neighborhood focuses specifically in the area where you live, specifically in a few block radius of where you live. Also, what I would recommend that you do, being that they're indoor cats, if they slept on something, I would put that outside. I would take some articles of your clothing that are unwashed with your strong scent on them, and I would put those outside. Also, maybe a, a towel rubbed on the two cats that are remaining and put that outside as well. Keep your eyes open. It, it, I'm sure it's going to have a happy ending. It doesn't happen overnight, but I've seen it take six months, three months, and they do come back. But check with the UPS driver, the FedEx driver, anyone who, I was going to say uh, newsboys, we don't have newsboys anymore. So, boy, how chauvinistic <laughs> was that one? News people. Um, just make sure that, that you check with all the people that do regular deliveries in your neighborhood. I think that's really important as well. And kids that ride their bikes and stuff in the neighborhood. You know, years ago, uh, when the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, I don't know how big they are, uh, what I would recommend is kind Contact the local Cub Scout group or the Boy Scout group, and maybe their scout leader will let them earn their pet badges if they, they went on patrol looking for someone's lost pet. So there's so many things you can do. But I think in the future, we're going to see more and more people uh, using those drones to find lost pets, which I think is a great idea. Contact the UPS drivers, follow my advice, and, and hopefully you'll call me back next week and say, guess what, Warren? We're all back together. Uh-huh. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I hope so. In the meantime, Lucy, don't go anywhere. Let me send you some. Uh, let me send you something for your other cats. Let me send you some kitty lickies for your other cats. And I, I appreciate that phone call. I mean, nothing is more devastating. I, I don't know. Am I crazy, or doesn't it make sense that that some rescues and humane organizations? There was one that that said they've already been able to recover a half a dozen uh, uh, pets. It would seem to me that a local rescue or humane organization must have someone or, or contact someone. Uh, that is 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 drone knowledgeable. I mean, isn't that a, isn't is it me or don't I? Doesn't that sound like a really good idea? Uh, you can go through all the nooks and crannies and the alleys in the neighborhood and the backs in the neighborhood and look here and look there. It's not always going to work, but I think it's really good. That in conjunction with next door. I, I think every city or every town has a next door. And if you hook up with that next door, those are the people that are most apt to be involved. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. 
Um, take a break. When we come back, we have, uh, we have let's see, we're going to go to Marla, and then we have uh, Anthony in Kingman, Arizona. We got Rick in Delaware. We got uh, Sylvia in beautiful Prescott, Arizona, one of my favorite places. You know, Pop's Italian Restaurant. I used to go to Pop's Italian Restaurant in Prescott, Arizona. I wonder if it's still there. We'll have to ask Sylvia. Phone number 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your phone calls. Listen. For many, many, many years now, you heard me talk about my own Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Retreats. These are the ones I developed with the top veterinary nutritionists in the world probably 35 years ago. About four years ago, we redid them and we improved them so much. For example, the Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. By the way, there's one for dogs and a separate one for cats. It has both prebiotics and probiotics. Now, I know you hear a lot about probiotics, but what about prebiotics? Here's the deal. Prebiotics actually feed and make probiotics work so much better, which means your dogs and cats will have an incredible, incredible digestive support, the healthiest gut possible. Also, one of the best ways to get rid of fleas and ticks and shed it excessively is to have a dog or cat that has healthy skin and coat. And you know what? Hugs and Kisses Supplement with biotine and lecithin together, nothing better for skin and coat. And I know you've wanted to try it. I know you read the testimonials on, on, on all the websites, but here's the deal. If you ever wanted to try my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement for your dog or your cat, listen to me very carefully. You can save 20%. We've never been able to do this before, but you can save 20% on Hugs and Kisses during Amazon Prime Days and Walmart Plus Week, running Tuesday and Wednesday of this week coming right now. So you better get ready. That's right, 20% off both Amazon Prime and Walmart Plus on Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats for both the dogs and the cats. Now is the time to stock up. I'm telling you, these deals don't come around too long. But Amazon's going to have 20% off. Walmart's going to have 20% off. So check out Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Now, while you're there, I want you to read all of the five-star testimonials about Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. So Tuesday and Wednesday, this week coming up, save 20% on Hugs and Kisses at Amazon or Walmart, or you can always get information on Hugs and Kisses by calling my office directly at 1-800-430-HUGS. That's 1-800-430-HUGS. I'm Warren Eckstein, and this is The Pet Show. If I could talk to the animals, just imagine it, chatting with a chimpanzee. Spend my whole day chatting with animals, best conversations I ever had. Always safe to talk politics and religion with pets. Always. The only time to talk politics and religion is with pets. Hey, we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. The phone number 877-725-8255. Uh, let me do, uh, share this with you again. If you're not following me on YouTube and you're not subscribing, first of all, it's free. It doesn't cost you a penny to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I share information there every day. There's hundreds of one-minute tips and longer tips and videos and some of the old videos about me doing uh, uh, the Mickey Mouse Club and Regis and Kathy Lee and The Tonight Show. Check out youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Subscribe. Lots of great information. Lots of fun. And as I said, it's absolutely free. No reason you shouldn't be there. YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. The phone number here, 877-725-8255. Let's start out in uh, beautiful Springfield, Illinois with my friend Marla. Hey, Marla, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, thank you. I called a couple of weeks ago and we lost our connection. I have had four Sharpays. 
I have just got a five-month-old Sharpay rescue. He's now seven months old. When I got him, he had had very little human contact. I thought I was doing right. I, um, I work from home, so I'm home all the time. But every evening, I would sit down, hug, kisses, toy play. And now my husband says I've created a monster. Uh, and maybe I have. And I don't know what to do because he is very attached to me. So what's the, what's, what's the, oh, so in other words, when you, but but in other words, when you and your husband go out and you come home, is the dog okay? Well, he'll chew stuff up if we leave stuff down. Okay. But now in other words, when you leave and your husband's home, does he bark a lot for how long? Um, no, he, I mean, he'll whine and lay by the back door for about 20, 25 minutes. And then he'll get up and be fine, more with me than my husband. And I yes. thought I was doing right by giving him all this attention, but... No, no you, did not, you did nothing wrong. You did everything right. Sometimes you have to overcompensate for a dog that's received no attention by giving him a tremendous amount of attention. Then you have to start actually compromising and using a little bit more of a, a behavioral approach. So there's nothing wrong with a dog getting a tremendous amount of attention. However, what you need to do when you're home with him, uh, Marla, just sometimes go into another room and close the door for five or 10 minutes. If he whines, that's fine. Let him realize that when you are there, he's not always has to be on top of you. Uh, God forbid you have to go somewhere. You have to go away. Something comes up. So what happens here is I don't, you said you read, first of all, Sharpay's a breed I know very well. I actually worked with the first Sharpay that ever came into America. Uh, this is going back to the 70s. It belonged to a Milton and Carol Petrie, who owned the Petrie stores. Very successful couple, big, uh, big uh, donators in New York City. Uh, when the dog came in, it was considered the rarest dog in the world. Now there's a lot of them. And I remember bringing the first Sharpay onto the Today Show, and people were made, look at all the wrinkles, blah, blah, blah. Great dogs if you can if you can dab out the wrinkles and make sure <laughs> there's no moisture in there. Uh, but they, they are super dogs. Here's the, here's the important thing, though. I understand that this dog went from hell to heaven, and you're giving him all the attention you can, which is good. Don't think you're ever going to give him too much attention, but just make sure he realizes that there are times he's going to have to be without you. Even if that's for five or ten minutes at a time when you're home, I think that's going to make all the difference in the world for you. And do you think I should be intentional during the week of leaving? My husband will be there, but... Me or both of us leaving for a short amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. But the other thing is don't make a big deal out of leaving. In other words, when you leave, you know, the dog knows you're grabbing your purse, you're grabbing your jacket, you're yeah. grabbing your keys. Just you and your husband walk out of the house, go for a nice little uh, chasse, 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 down the block, whatever you got to do, and then come back in. Don't make a big deal when you come back either. Dogs very okay. often overreact. So say goodbye, leave, come back a few minutes later, say hello. And you'll be absolutely fine. This is not yeah, a problem. I make, it, I make it a big deal when I come back, so I shouldn't do that. No, no, not, not maybe down the road a little bit, but not right now. Not for me. Came from okay. an abusive situation, probably never got any attention. Is going to overreact it to a little bit at a time, but just make sure you build up his confidence a little bit at a time too. Marley, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to send you a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. I think it'll help you with building up the dog's confidence and self-image. And I love you people adopting dogs. It's a true story. The first sharp pay. Uh, that came into the United States 
I came into New York, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful dog, but no one knew from a short pay back then. And what's this dog with, with all these wrinkles all over its body? Kind of a, a pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got Anthony, Rick, uh, uh, Brett, and Sylvia. We'll get to all your calls. You know, this is a sign. This is a saying that I coined many, many years ago, and I just want to share it with you briefly. And this is when people say, I tried everything. I can't, my dog, listen to me. There is no such thing as trying. There's only progress in small steps. Think about that. Not every dog's going to be Rin Tin Tin. Not every dog's going to be Lassie. But there's no such thing as trying. You don't give up. There's no such thing as trying. Only progress in small steps. Some dogs, the progress will be quicker with. Some dogs, the progress will be a lot slower with, but little by little, they will come around. So people say, well, I tried this and it didn't work. Then I tried that and it didn't work. What they're doing is they're actually making their dogs neurotic. I'll try a little bit of this. I'll try a little bit of that. It's confusing. Pick the positive method that you're comfortable with. Stick with it little by little. And I promise you, little by little, your dog will come around and respond accordingly. Always positive. Always positive. That's the most important thing. Phone number here, 877-725-8255. No one wants to tell me how they communicate with their dog or how their dog communicates with them. Give me a call. Let me know. 877-725-8255. The phone number. I'm Warren Eckstein, and this is The Pet Show. The most effectual top cat who's intellectual. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Uh, the phones are jamming. I'll try to get to as many calls as I possibly can. Now, listen, I tell you every week, and I know you sound like I'm pushing it. I'm not. There's no dollars. It doesn't make any sense. That There's no payment. It's free. Join. Go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. I share stuff there every day, and a lot of the questions you have right on my screen right now are answered there. So it's free. Subscribe, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. I think you'll find it interesting. You'll see some short videos and tips I did, longer videos, going back to the Merv Griffin show and, and the Tonight Show, and, and, and just lots of tips and videos I've done uh, over the years, giving a lot of information. So check it out. Subscribe, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Let me get back to the busy phone lines here. We're going to uh, beautiful Kingman, Arizona, and my friend Anthony, home of Andy Devine. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the Pet Show. Hello. How are you today? Pretty good. What's up? Well, I've got a rescue dog. Uh, she's a gorgeous uh, mix. She's Golden Lab and Pitbull. And I uh, freed her from some abusers, and uh, I think she has ear mites because she shakes her head, and so there's something in there that she's trying to get rid of, and she might have worms too. But um, when I first got her, she was so scared all the time. She thought I was going to abuse her, you know, in the beginning. I've had her three years now. Sure. And she's gotten a lot better. She's calmed down a lot. And um, so I'm real happy about that. Um, she still reacts if I'm, like, working on 
something, my bicycle or whatever, something doesn't go together right, and I get emotional, I maybe start to swear or something like that, she automatically assumes I'm mad at her. Yeah, well, that just tells you the type of life, that just tells you the type of life, Anthony, that she had before she was lucky enough to, uh, to you two to get together. She was obviously abused. The person that had her or the people that had her would yell and scream, but usually it was at her. So she associates the loud talking or she could pick up on your emotions at that point and just assume it's something she did versus something she didn't do at all and has nothing to do with her. So that being said, sometimes we just have to adapt our cussing around our dogs and cats just like our kids. That's no Number one, in terms of the ear mites, you know, ear mites are usually caused by dogs that hang around with other dogs, but there are things you can watch for. For example, scratching and rubbing the ears, shaking the head, dog discharge from the ears. Um, but the other thing you need to take into consideration, sometimes bacterial and yeast infections can look like uh, 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 ear mites as well. So what your vet will do is your vet will actually look in there with a scope and maybe take a little bit of a scraping to look for the ear mite eggs uh, or any live ear mites as well and treat it from that point of view. That's how they diagnose it. Now, in terms of treatment, it's not that big a deal. They can usually clean out the ears with a topical treatment so that the medication will work better. There are injections, there's oral pills, but sometimes you can just use the uh, uh, the topical and, and in the ears and get rid of it. So it, it's a very, very common, especially with dogs sometimes coming out of shelters. But if you notice that um, if she's not been around other dogs, maybe it's an infection, maybe it's a, a bacterial or yeast infection, maybe it's not mites. So I, I think a quick trip to the vet is the best way to follow through on that. And while you're there, you might as well bring a stool specimen in. Again, while he's checking it, let him check for the, the parasites as well, Anthony. Okay. I'm just so, I'm just so glad that you rescued. I'm just so glad that you rescued this dog. It sounds to me like this dog went through horrendous abuse. I believe she did. Jeez. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, she's the best dog I've ever had. I never have to tie her up. She, uh, she, I'm out on one acre out in the open desert, and the one acre is fenced and gated. She knows automatically to stay inside. The, the one acre, I never have to worry about her. Well, you know, sometimes, outside. sometimes, Anthony, with a dog that goes from a, a, a bad situation and then winds up in an incredible situation where she's with someone that loves her, uh, they're just so bonded to that new person. But every once in a while, because they do learn psychologically, when I was studying in Europe, they learned psychologically through the associated memory that a loud scream on your part, like, oh, or, or oh, man. You know, something like that, she associates that with something that may have happened in the past. So the best thing to do is, and again, this sounds crazy, and I know I should be put away. Here's what I would do. If the dog reacted to me that way and I accidentally cussed or something, of course, I would never curse Anthony. But if I did, I would turn to my dog and I would say, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It's me. It's not you. Give her five or ten minutes of positive attention at that point. And little by little, if you do that, she'll come around where if you do have to cuss again, she's not going to associate that with anything negative. In fact, she may associate that with something positive. It's called counter conditioning, Anthony. I have been doing that. Uh, Great. So I, I kind of learned that right away. It sounds to me like you have an incredible... What's your dog's name? Ginger. Ginger. It sounds to me like you have an incredible relationship with Ginger. 
Uh, you know, I, listen, I believe this from the bottom of my heart. Once you rescue or save a dog, they know it, and they pay you back every day for the rest of their life. I would definitely take a stool specimen. Let's get those ear checked for mites because it can be really aggravating. The vet may just say, you know, we're going to give you something to clean it out. We're going to give you some medication to put it in, uh, and she should absolutely be fine. But take a stool specimen at the same time, uh, and we'll find out if there's any parasites. Anthony, i got to move on, but I'm going to put you on hold. And, Anthony, I am going to send you. What do I want to send Anthony? Oh, gosh, it's just some great stuff. A dog. Da, da, da. You know what? I am going to send you a jar of my hugs and kisses as well. I know. I'm giving, that's the most expensive thing, but I know a dog like that, I just want to make sure that it's digesting its food and absorbing all of their nutrients the proper way. 877-725-8255. That is the phone number. Uh, plenty of time to take your calls. Um, someone wrote this, and I think this is really stupid advice. Um, when your dogs are coming to you seeking attention, when they're in that excited state, your instinct is to pet them and love them. But the reality is that your dog is actually being pushy and rude, and you're rewarding that behavior. Uh, BS, okay? That's the bottom line. If your dog comes to you and he's excited and he wants to sit and wants to play, it's okay. It would be like if a child came to you and wanted a hug and you said, no, go away from me. The dog's excited to come to you. He's not being pushy. He's not being rude. He just wants some attention. If you don't give him that attention, then they become pushy and rude. So if they do become pushy and rude to this moron that wrote this on the Internet, it's because of you. It's not because of them. 877-725-8255, the phone number. Quick break. When we come back, uh, let's see. Uh, Rick, you'll be up next, and then we'll try to get to Sylvia, Brett, and Bill. But right now, uh, I want to tell you again about Lucy Pet Food. For many reasons. I, I told you guys earlier, uh, they, just this week, I just got this in the mail the other day, uh, that uh, Lucy Pet Food was, was, uh, received a certificate from SQF. That's the independent auditing firm that inspects human consumption of uh, plants as well as pet food. And they received a level three, which is the highest award giving. Just another reason why Lucy Pet is the food that everyone should be feeding their dogs and cats. That's why I feed it to mine. It's an incredible company. Their entire staff from their CEO, Joey Herrick, on down. I know them all. Amazing people. They love their dogs and cats as much as they love yours. And when they make their food, they make their food for their pets as well. And you know it's the best on the market. That's why I've been feeding Lucy pet food to my dog since the day I took them from this high-kill shelter. And you know how adorable, cute, and smart Molly and Willie are. But here's a listener. Here's what they said about Lucy pet food. I switched my dogs to the Lucy's pet formula several years ago, both my puppy that I rescued five years ago. She's in the car next to me if you hear her whine. Oh, I can hear her. Okay. And my senior dog, both were on that and they love it. Um, I do the duck and quinoa Lucy pet formula. And it's so important to know where your food is coming from, your dog's food is coming from. And with Lucy Pet, you know it's coming from their own plant. It's not some plant that's owned by some company that manufactures 30, 40 different brands of dog or cat food. No, Lucy has their own plant not too far away from where I live. I've been there. It's an amazing place. They even have their own million-and-a-half-dollar laboratory to test everything as it comes in and as it goes out. An amazing company, Lucy Pet Food. Here's the deal. I want you to go to their website, Lucy petproducts.com. Come on, it's easy enough to remember. LucyPetProducts.com. If you go there, you can order uh, Lucy Pet Food, dog or cat, 
wet or dry, their dog food rolls, which if you're in Arvia, people love the dog food rolls, the kitty lickies, whatever you order. Spend just $35 at LucyPetProducts.com, and they will ship it to your home absolutely free, and your dogs and cats will be getting the healthiest food available. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. I'm a curious cat. And we are back on the pet show. Let me get right back to the phone line, see if we can get more calls in here. Let's go to Rick and I guess it's Laurel, Delaware. Hey, Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm reading from my computer screen that you have a 10-month-old female dog that wants to fight with your older female dog. How old is the older female dog? 13 years old. And when? tell me more about the fighting. When does it occur? Where does it occur? How serious is it? Um, it's not real. It's not serious. She, the ten month old just lunges at her and growls and bares her teeth. She's never bit. Of course, I keep her on a leash. But um, she just so let me let me ask quit. you a question, Rick. The thirteen year old dog. Uh, what type of dog is it? It's a long haired shepherd. Ah, beautiful, beautiful dog. Love. Thirteen years old. You're doing something right there, Rick. That I can tell you. Bottom line yeah, is this. Do they spend most of their time on your property and in your house, or do you walk them? No, they uh, they run free around the yard. It's all fenced in. Okay, good. What I'd like you to do, though, if possible, if you can take both dogs or you and a friend take both dogs out in the front yard with a leash and harness on, what happens is whenever two living things spend so much time in the same location, no matter how big it is, it's still the same location. So one of the dogs, especially the younger dog, may be becoming a little territorial or becoming a little possessive. If you give them the opportunity to spend a little time with each other on neutral territory, and the reason for that is if you take them out of the yard, there's smells of other dogs, raccoons, possums, God knows what's walking around beautiful Laurel, Delaware as we speak. But the bottom line is this, the more time they spend a little bit out of their environment, the less apt the younger dog is to want to challenge the older dog for territory because now they're adjusting to each other on neutral territory where there's no need to be possessive. I think if you do that every day and the fact that they've been together for a while and, and no one's being bitten, I think that's going to make all the difference. But more importantly, if you follow the advice that I just gave you, you're going to find that not only will they accept each other, but chances are they will become best friends and the younger dog may become really protective of the older dog, Rick. Well, they're fine outside. The younger dog will avoid my older dog. No problem, no contest. Uh, and my older dog has never had a collar or a leash on her. I mean, she is wherever yeah. I say goes. Well, it's gonna, it's gonna be difficult. So, in other words, what happened when you're when when the little the younger dog uh, snarls at the older dog? What does the older dog do? Just looks at her. And so, and they've been together how long? A week. Uh, you got to give, give it a little bit more time. Give it a little bit more time. Don't overreact to it. I'd love to see them, but, you know, it's going to be tough to put a 13-year-old dog on a leash and harness for the first time. But also, you may want to take the younger dog for walks on a leash and harness just to give the older dog a break and also let the older dog know that this isn't the only place that she has, so she doesn't have to be so possessive over it. It will make all the difference. Yeah. Hey, Rick, follow my – don't go in. I'm on the first pet psychology. That's what it's all about. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, let's send Rick a copy of How to Get Your Dog to Do What You Want. Uh, First Pet Psychology, by the way, I also have a great article, a great video on First Pet Psychology on the YouTube channel as well. God, is it time for another commercial already? 
That's why I say, listen, if I don't get to all your calls, just remember, I try to get to as many as I can, but the bottom line is, at the YouTube channel, as well as my website, thepetshow.com, there are literally hundreds of tips and articles. Now, I still want you to call me on the phone because it's an article and I can't put everything in there and I can explain a lot more when we do the show. But there's some amazing, amazing articles and stories either at thepetshow.com or my YouTube channel. I know I'm pushing to YouTube today, but I'm telling you, it's free and I share so much information. Every morning, we're up to 4.30 in the morning, cutting new videos on, on pet tips for you. So check out youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Subscribe. As I said, it doesn't cost anything. I think you'll have a lot of fun and enjoy it. Quick break, then right back to your calls. Listen, here's an organization that I want you to help. If you knew, let's face it, if you knew that every single dollar that you donated would change the destiny of dogs and cats that were literally deserted, thrown out of cars in the wild all across the country, isn't that a legacy worth leaving behind? Isn't that what you would want? For over 42 years, my friend Leo Grillo and Delta Rescue would have never been able to do the absolutely life-saving work they do every single minute of every day without you. That's right, you. And thank you, my listeners, and your support. From saving lives to actually providing lifetime medical care. You heard me, lifetime medical care for over 1,500 dogs and cats. Delta Rescue is the group that deserves your dollars. That's why my wife and I have decided to make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own personal estate planning. A bequest to Delta Rescue will actually make your legacy work for the animals right now, and that's real important. It'll also avoid fundraising costs and provide tax benefits for you as well. Delta Rescue, by the way, happens to be a top-ranked charity by GuideStar.com and prove every day that your dollars are doing what they should be doing, going directly to help the animals. But even if you're not ready to make long-range plans, every donation, big, small, medium, every donation, a chance to keep more than 1,500 dogs, cats, and horses not just happy, not just safe, not just healthy, but actually loved, loved for the first time in their entire lives. I urge you to go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. I want you to read the individual stories of how these throwaway pets were rescued. Then ask for details on how to include Delta's rescued animals in your estate plan like I did, or to make a donation. Log on to DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Or text them. You can text Delta to dogs at 801801. That's dogs to 801801. I'm Warren Eckstein, and this is The Pet Show. Hey, I'm apologizing. I didn't get to all your calls, but you can always get great information. Check out the website, thepetshow.com. Don't forget that, the, thepetshow.com. Until next week, give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. Special hug and a kiss right between the ears. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you. Yes, thank you for listening to The Pet Show. <laughs>